Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Strong food from the scriptures. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Yahshua. As we go through strong food from the scriptures, we need to first, as you know, go to our key verse here on this uh, in this study, and it's in Ibram chapter 5, verse 14. For those who don't know what Ibram is, it's Hebrews. And like I've told you, pretty soon um, we're going to just be saying the correct words and not be using the satanic translation words. We use the scriptures translation as we do this study. So follow along with us using the scriptures translation. Ibram chapter 5 verse 14 but solid food is for mature for the mature whose senses have been trained by practice to discern both good and evil solid food is for those that are spiritually mature how do you get spiritually mature it's by being trained and how do you get trained? By practice, meaning experience, spiritual experience. And once you get your spiritual ears tuned to being able to listen to the set-apart spirit, which of course is the spirit of Yahweh, the gift he has given us that once your senses are trained and you've experienced it enough where you're spiritually mature then when you hear someone say something when you read something in the scriptures you will know whether it's good for the kingdom of heaven or useless to the kingdom of heaven. Because the set-apart spirit is going to be telling you this is what Yahweh wants, this is what the Father wants, and this isn't. And it pretty much actually is a funny feeling that you get um, because we're talking not carnal and when I use the word spiritual what I mean is 
supernatural, non-carnal maturity. So it has nothing to do with the flesh. And of course, we're in a flesh body as humans. And so when you are in contact with the set-apart spirit, meaning your spirit is able to hear the set-apart spirit's wisdom or words or warnings or whatever, then you can feel it. There's a, a feeling that your flesh gets. And in reality, your flesh doesn't like it a lot. It's, it's an interesting experience. Um, but your spirit and your soul, uh, you know, they enjoy it because they know that it comes from the Father. So the only way that you can become mature and know what the Father wants us to do is to be able to hear and understand from the set-apart spirit. And so that's what we're doing here in this call series. We are learning from examples. Examples of those that are written of in the scriptures that came before us. And this is how you are trained. This is how you experience the set-apart spirit. And, uh, you know, it's a funny thing. Um, these particular um, verses that we're going to pick up in Acts, for many years, when I actually read these verses, over the years, the different times that I read them, the set-apart spirit, which is the spirit of Yahweh, <laughs> gave me that feeling. And the feeling is, you know, yes, I'm reading this, but something's wrong here. And, uh, and, you know, until I was ready for it, I wasn't able to, you know, understand. But that happens a lot when you're reading the scriptures, is that even though you're not ready to really know what the problem is, the Father lets you know there is a problem. So if you're ready for it spiritually, then you'll study it more and find out what the problem is. If you're not ready for it spiritually, then you'll hear that or get that feeling, but you just dismiss it which is part of uh, spiritual growth. Yes, we do dismiss things and, uh, you know, that's the way it works. So I know that I have had that, <laughs> that feeling that has told me that there's 
you know, something wrong with this part. And uh, go to Acts, of course. And we're in Acts chapter 1. Um, but there's something wrong with this. And I thank the Father that, uh, that now, uh, you know, I understand the problem. And I'm able to discern, you know, the problem and to learn from the example of the apostles. And so that's what strong food from the scriptures calceries is about, is learning from the examples that were giving, given in the scriptures from those who came before us. And we will be able to tell if we can hear the set-apart spirit or not. And uh, just because you can't hear or you dismiss the set-apart spirit warnings or words doesn't mean that you're not a believer. It, it doesn't mean that you're not doing what the Father wants. It means that you're, you know, not ready. You're not spiritually mature enough. So don't worry about it. But for those that are, let's take a look. Last time, we had seen that just because someone believes doesn't mean they are being led by the set-apart spirit. Absolutely, completely, you know, all you have to do is look at the brethren and know that. You've got a lot of believers that believe in Yahshua Messiah, and, and but they're not following the spirit, that's for sure. We also learn that Yahshua had given his apostles instructions. And one of those instructions was to wait to receive the gift of the set-apart spirit in Jerusalem. Now, I want to read verse 4 real quick so that we know that Yahshua said, wait for the promise of the Father. So read it with me. And meeting with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which you have heard from me. And of course, he's talking about receiving the set-apart spirit. So that was his instructions to them. That was part of the instructions he had given him. But for our purposes here, in what we're going to learn today, waiting was the key to this. So let's pick it up in verse 8. Yeshua is still speaking to them. But you shall receive power when the set-apart spirit has come upon you. 
and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judah and Shemaron and to the end of the earth. And having said this, while they were looking on, he was taken up and a cloud hid him from their sight. And as they were gazing into the heaven, as he went up sea, two men stood by them dressed in white, who also said, Men of Galil, why do you stand looking up into the heaven? This same Yahshua, who was taken up from you into the heaven, shall come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Then they went back to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. And when they came in, they went up into the upper room where they were staying, both Kepha and Jacob and Johanan and Andre and Philip and Toma and Bartholomew and Mattith Yahu. Jacob, the son of Alphi, and Shimon, the zealot, and Judah, the son of Jacob. All these were continuing with one mind in prayer and supplication with the women and Miriam, the mother of Yahshua, and with his brothers. And in those days, Kepha standing up in the midst of of the taught ones, and there was a gathering of about a hundred and twenty, said, Men and brothers, this scripture had to be filled, which the set apart spirit spoke before by the mouth of David concerning Yahuda, who became a guide to those who seized Yahshua. Because he was numbered with us and did receive his share in this service. This one therefore purchases a field with the wages of unrighteousness, and falling forward, he burst open in the middle, and all his intestines gushed out. And it became known to all those dwelling in Jerusalem, so that in their own language that field was called Hakel Dema that is, field of blood. That's what we're going to look at today. Very interesting stuff that the Father is going to show us. Let's find out. Let's find out if Kepha was actually listening to the set-apart spirit. Was he doing what was good or useless for the kingdom of heaven? Let's go back to verse uh, 8 and 9. We'll take it step by step. Yeshua was speaking, but you shall receive power when the set-apart spirit has come upon you. And ye shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judah and Shimon and to the end of the earth. And having said this, while they were looking on, he was taken up and a cloud hid him from their sight. 
So we see here it lets us know that they had not received the set apart spirit yet. Because Yahshua said, when you do, which is going to be a, some time from now, a few days from now, not long, but you have to go to Jerusalem first, and they were on the Mount of Olives. So, no, they didn't have the spirit of Yahweh. So, the next thing we see here is Yahshua gave them their instructions, and then he returned back to heaven. Now, he wanted them to see him leaving earth so they would know he was gone. So when he left the earth and returned to heaven, it was done in front of them so there would be no doubt. You see, like if he had finished talking to them and then they all went their own ways and he went and then went up to heaven, they might have been still looking for him because they weren't following the set-apart spirit. They hadn't received it yet. The next thing to notice here is how he left the earth. I find that interesting. He was lifted up or taken up. So what does that say? He wasn't the one doing the lifting. Something else was. See, it doesn't say he went up. It says he was taken up. See, a lot of people don't notice that. The next thing to notice is that once he was heading up, a cloud hit him from their sight, but it was still moving upward. I find that interesting. Uh, most clouds that I've ever seen don't move upward. They usually move kind of sideways or round or circular or something. So it must have been a special cloud. I find it interesting that a cloud was used to hide Yahshua from them. You see, that's what the cloud did. As it says there in Acts, it hid him. You see, their job was to make disciples, telling them the good news, not about heavenly events and supernatural stuff up in the heavens, or even, you know, the heavenly vehicles that are used. And you, you know, can see those in quite good detail in the book of Ezekiel. But you see, that wasn't their job. Their job was to, as Yahshua told them, to be witnesses of what he did while he was on earth. Not about heavenly stuff. Let's look at verse 10. And as they were gazing into the heaven, as he went up, see, two men stood by them dressed in white, who also said, Men of Galil, why do you stand looking up into the heaven? This same Yahshua who was taken up from you into the heaven shall come in the same way as you saw him go into the heaven. I find this interesting. 
And, you know, they had not received the set-apart spirit. You understand? So, I want to ask you, if you saw someone float up in the air and go behind a cloud and the cloud keep moving up, up or wherever, uh, wouldn't you watch it? You'd be watching it, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, you know, what's going to happen? Where is it going? Is it going to disappear? You know, that kind of thing. See, that's the flesh. They must have been looking up to heaven for quite a while. That was amazing to them. They had never seen nothing like that before. And we know that because two men were sent to get them going to Jerusalem, like Yahshua had told them to do. See, he had left, he's gone. He said, okay, go to Jerusalem and wait there. Don't wait here and watch the sky, watch me go up or any of that stuff. He didn't say that. He said, go to Jerusalem. Well, they weren't going to Jerusalem. So, of course, we know that these two men were um, obviously not humans. They were sent <laughs> to get their attention back on what Yahshua had told them to do. Um, and how these two men got their attention off of looking up and following that cloud and seeing what was going on up, it was by asking them a question. So these two men just like appeared and they weren't watching anything, so they don't know where they came from. They said, why are you still looking up to heaven? You see, meaning you are supposed to be going to Jerusalem like Yahshua told you to do. Then before they could answer or they didn't know what to say to these two men, the two men said, Yahshua will return the same way you saw him go. And they might have been waiting for Yahshua to return and they were going to stay there until he came back. You see? <laughs> I find it interesting that we see no conversation between the apostles and the two men. We also don't see if the two men walked away, disappeared in front of them, or what happened to them. This tells us that the apostles were in shock at what they had seen happen to Yahshua, and the two men were sent to bring them back to their senses. They had to get to Jerusalem. Verse 12. And so we go from the two men speaking to the actions of the apostles. Verse 12 says, Then they went back to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, Olives, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. So the apostles headed to Jerusalem. It was not 
that far away. The reason it says a Sabbath day journey is because the Jews didn't travel very far on a Sabbath day. Verse 13, and when they came in, they went up into the upper room where they were staying, both Kepha and Jacob and Yohanan and Andre and Philip and Toma and Bartholomew and uh, Mattis, Yahu, Jacob, the son of Alfi, and Shimon, the zealot, and Yahuda, the son of um, Jacob. All these were continuing with one mind in prayer and supplication with the women and Miriam, the mother of Yahshua, and with his brothers. So, this tells us the 11 apostles were there with others, including Yahshua's mother and Yahshua's brothers. They were all praying, but remember their instructions was to wait until they received the set-apart spirit. They had not received the set-apart spirit. What do you think they were praying about? We don't know. But their actions tells us something important. Just because someone is praying doesn't mean they are praying for the correct reason, you see. Maybe, maybe they were saying, you know, uh, bring Yahshua back to us or something like that. Who knows? We see that their patience didn't last very long. And they started to listen to their flesh. Oh, yes. And there was a, you know, there was days that went on. You know, there was time that happened from when they had left the Mount of Olives, gone up to the upper room, were praying, and uh, Yahshua's mother was there, and the women were there, and the 11 were there, and others joined in. Because, see... In verse 15, it tells us how many people ultimately ended up in this upper room. It was a pretty big room, let me tell you. So, let's read it. And in those days, Kepha, standing up in the midst of the taught ones, and there was a gathering of about 120 said, so there you go. So, in the beginning, all we saw was the 11, the women, which there's a few of those, and Mary and Yahshua's brothers, and that was all that was there. But over time, while they were waiting, which is what they were supposed to be doing, other disciples showed up. That's what taught ones mean. So, <laughs> Keith has been... Uh, there with his taught ones, with the taught ones and the others and the apostles, the 11. And, you know, they're praying and they're also, as we will find out, are reading scripture, waiting, which is what they were supposed to do. So this is going on. And so Kepha stood up among the 120 that were there. Was Kepha speaking by the set-apart spirit? No. Mm -mm. 
We know that because they hadn't received the set-apart spirit yet. And the reason why I keep saying that is because you have to understand that believers sometimes are not listening to the spirit of Yahweh. They're coming up with their own ideas. So, who was he listening to? Had Yahshua told them to do anything while they waited? No. Yahshua's instructions were pretty simple. No. He hadn't. So it is interesting how many believers justify these actions as coming from the Father. What Kepha is going to be saying because he stands up now and he's got the 120 there, including the 11 and the mother of Yahshua and his brothers and all that. And, you know, he stands up and says something. Okay. And that's what we're going to look at. Let's read what he said. 16. Men and brothers, this scripture had to be filled which the set-apart spirit spoke before the mouth of David concerning Yahuda, who became a guide to those who seized Yahshua, because he was numbered with us and did receive his share in this service. So we see here, Kepha was quoting a scripture from the book of Psalms saying that this prophecy had to be fulfilled. Kepha said they had to fulfill this scripture. But remember, Kepha hadn't received this from the Father. No, he didn't have the set-apart spirit yet. He didn't have any guidance from heaven. And so what does this show you? Well, he was tired of waiting so he wanted to do something, make himself appear to know what Yahshua and Elohim wanted to be done. You know how, as we see, if we really look at this, we see that believers, even if they are praying and reading the scriptures, <laughs> can be listening to their flesh. Kepha was just doing what Kepha usually did. And that was doing what his flesh wanted him to. And not doing anything useful for the kingdom of Elohim. So, listen up there, spiritually mature. You're going to learn from this experience. Just because you read the scriptures. Just because you're praying. Even in a group. What are you praying for? I mean, what were they praying for? They were told to wait. Yahshua didn't say, okay, wait and pray. Wait and fast. Wait and talk amongst yourselves. Wait and come up with your own ideas. Wait and do what you think is right. You know, he didn't say that. Yahshua said, Wait, 
you see. So just because people are praying in a group and just because people are reading scriptures doesn't mean they're necessarily listening to the set-apart spirit, which we know that Kepha wasn't because this was not what he was supposed to be doing. Now, we know that by these words he utters. You see the words this scripture had to be fulfilled? This tells us that part of the time in the upper room, <laughs> they were reading scriptures. And so Kepha hears this particular psalm. Someone's reading these, the psalm of David. And it's being read. And he hears this. And voila, something whispers in his mind, whether it's his own thoughts or, you know, Satan's thoughts, a demon or an evil spirit talking to his flesh, getting him to not do what Yahshua told him to do, which was wait. Okay. Whatever. That's how we know, because he like all of a sudden stood up in among the 120 and then comes out with this scripture has to be fulfilled. So obviously they had just read that scripture. <laughs> and so when he heard it, he stood up and said, this scripture has to be fulfilled, not listening to Elohim, but trying to help. Elohim out, of course. Yahweh needs his help, you know. Yahweh, you know, he can't handle this stuff by himself, you know. He, he needs Kepha to help him out <laughs> with fulfilling this prophecy. See, how many humans can mess things up when they are listening to the flesh? And I find it very interesting because personally, I believe that, yes, that this scripture was fulfilled, but it was fulfilled by the Apostle Saul. Absolutely. The Apostle Saul was brought in and he replaced the, um, you know, Yahuda, which in you know we use uh, Judas as uh, as the English satanic translation, and so we know that you know Yahuda died, and so now we had eleven, and that the Psalm says that someone's going to take his place. I personally think it's it's uh, Saul that. The father took care of that, and that was many years later, by the way. Let's read the next verses. This one, therefore, purchased the field with the wages of unrighteousness, and falling forward, he burst open in the middle, and all his intestines gushed out. And it became known to all those dwelling in Jerusalem, so that in their own language, that field was called Hakel Dema. That is the field of blood. So 
In these verses, we learned about what happened to Yahuda and what happened to him. That he was murdered. That's what it tells us. A lot of people don't understand that, but yes, he was murdered. And the reason why we know he was murdered, because it says his bowels gushed out. Meaning that, you know, he was found hanging, yet his he had all of his intestines cut out of his stomach. And they all bust out. Uh, so, let's see, when did he actually... Um, hang himself and then bust open his intestines or did he bust open his intestines and take all that out and then go up and hang himself on a tree uh no sorry uh so <laughs> he was murdered and uh this verse is letting us know that they took they they which we know who they were they took the money he had been paid to buy some land where Judas or Yahuda had been murdered. I find it interesting. So, of course, we know Kepha is trying to justify his actions by using the Psalms. Again, we see what happens when we listen to our own thoughts. It appears religious. Sounds nice. Oh, we're reading the Psalms and this is what it says and so we should do this. But actually, it isn't. Why? Because he's not following the set-apart spirit. He can't be. He has no set-apart spirit. He hasn't been given the gift yet. None of them have. They don't have it. You understand? So, if you don't have the set-apart spirit, it's impossible to be doing the works of the kingdom. Impossible. You're doing the works of the flesh. Whatever you come up with, or whatever uh, evil spirit is whispering in your ear, or whatever. We will pick this up next time as we go through strong food from the scriptures with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.